Hello and welcome to Small Biz Highlight. My name is Tiffany Roman and I am your host. Each week on the web show, I have the honor of interviewing amazing small and local business owners, and I am so excited to help spread the word about them even further through this podcast. To catch previous and future live video recordings, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and even LinkedIn. Don't worry, I've made it easy for you to find us by including the link to our Popple page in the description of each episode. I want to thank you for doing your part to support small businesses just by listening to this episode. Enjoy! Hello and good afternoon, everybody. This is Tiffany Roman, your host of Small Biz Highlight. This is episode number 23. Goodness. Um, we definitely got there fast. Um, thank you for all joining us. If you are here live, please take the time to like, share, leave a comment if you want to say hi. We'd love to hear from you. If you are joining us on replay, hashtag replay in the comments so we know you stopped by and thanks in advance for doing so. Um, if you are catching us on Facebook, thank you. I would like to also remind everybody that we are not only on Facebook right now, but we are live on YouTube. Uh, Small Biz Highlight is what you're looking for no matter where you're searching for us, whether it's Facebook, um, YouTube, or Instagram. So search Small Biz Highlight, find us, like, follow. Um, what is it for YouTube? Subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> I gotta learn the verbiage here. Um, just a quick announcement. I am so excited. Uh, next weekend is the day. The Vineyard at and Brewery at Hershey is having their vendor event and Small Biz Highlight will be there. I will be uh, broadcasting live from the event, uh, showcasing the vineyard, um, definitely taking the sights a little bit there, but I'll also be showing off the vendors, you know, giving them a chance to introduce themselves and then posting their information into the comments and whatnot so that you all know how you can, um, Purchase from them if you don't have the opportunity to stop by the vineyard yourself and purchase. Um, I am so excited to be collaborating with the Vineyard and Brewery at Hershey and cannot wait. So uh, if you'd like more information on that, please send me a message, comment below. I would definitely be able to send you more information. Uh, it is Sunday from 12 to 3. Um, so yeah, please, please, please let me know if you need more information and I'll definitely send that your way. All right. So today we have our guest, which is Miss Crystal Groves of Misfit Interactive. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Crystal. I really appreciate it. No problem. Looking forward to it all week. Oh, I'm so excited. I love that, that my People who want to get inter are getting interviewed by me are so excited to be here. That makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You have definitely started making a mark in South Central PA, as far as I've seen. So we're we're all looking forward to it. Oh well, thank you. And I have mostly been interviewing people in Central PA for the most part because that is where I'm located, and it's easier for me to get um, people on my show that way. But I have no quarrels with where you are from in the 50 states. If you would like to be featured on Small Biz Highlight, please let me know. I would love to be able to hit at least one small business from each state. That is my goal. So just a little tidbit there. But Crystal, I always start my show with 
a simple question that sometimes stumbles <laughs> people. Who are you? Who am I? Well, I'm Crystal to start out with, but um, I own a web design company that I never went to school to learn how to do any of the work that I do for. I am completely self-taught. I started making really ugly websites in the mid nineties when I was in high school. And eventually I learned enough that an agency hired me down in Maryland to do it professionally. And it just kind of exploded from there. And I started my business in 2014. So we've survived our first six years and that's really exciting. But um, as Where far as me, located? we are in Gettysburg, um, right downtown Gettysburg. And that's where my husband and I live. Um, we have been here, I guess we've been in this location for about three years, but I am thinking of moving it into um, more of like a home office or a location closer to home um, just to be able to support my dad because my dad also lives with us and is disabled. So I like the idea of being able to work from home, especially since everybody's working from home right now. Anyway, it would make sense. Absolutely. So that's kind of a goal right now. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, Wow, that's crazy. You didn't know anything about this and you just randomly started doing it and got so good that somebody hired you. Like yeah. that sounds like one of those stories about like starting up your own business in a garage somewhere and somebody Exactly. It was crazy. it was in my mom's basement when I was in high school and it just evolved so much that now I'm I'm my husband makes fun of me because I assume that when you, if you've ever seen the matrix, when they're looking at the screen, that's coming down mm -hmm. all the code and stuff, he's like, you're like looking at the matrix, you know, exactly what's going on with websites at any given time. And everybody else is just seeing just this jumbled mess of text. And I don't realize it at the time, but I've been at this so long that it's very easy for me to just sit and kind of figure things out now, which is, is a blessing for sure. Wow. That is so that kudos to you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have always been the one in the family that was very quick to learn technology, even as a kid when I had, you remember those old Apple computers with the with the hatchback looking back to them? Yes. That's what I started with, ladies and gentlemen. And you played Oregon Trail, I bet. Did you play Oregon yes, Trail on that thing? Oregon Trail. And I had um, Windows 95 or whatever it was back then. And yeah at home but school was mac computers and you know i i was engulfed with both of them i prefer pc sorry everybody out there windows i'm a windows girl but um you know i was always the one in the family who got really could catch on really quickly so i definitely you know know what it feels like to i know what you mean by that you like just dove into it and just kind of like did your thing to figure it all out yourself it may yeah. not be how the professionals do it, but it's working for you. And that's all that matters, right? Yeah. And I think the the newer generation that's getting into development and websites, I think they have a little bit of an advantage because now you can learn how to do everything on YouTube or you can learn through LinkedIn or something. Like there's so much free material out there that there just wasn't available back in the day. No. We literally had to like look at code that was already existing on a website and just experiment with it. But now you could just learn everything online, which is fantastic. I love it. Play around with the command prompt. Anybody remember the command prompt? Right. It made you feel like you were a hacker at that point in time. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So I read on your Facebook page that it says you are like uh, um, all... But uh, you help in all, all kinds of different areas as far as um, helping people with their um, their websites, their uh, just promoting their businesses. So can you go into more detail about exactly what it is you guys do? 
Yeah, well, we do a little bit of everything. Um, I like to think that because I've had so many years of agency experience working for larger agencies and then I stopped it or started doing the stuff independently and starting my own business that the agency experience that I have, most small businesses couldn't afford. So I wanted to figure out a way to take that whole big package and make it kind of like a small condensed version that small businesses could afford. So um, I keep a very low overhead. Um, I have, you know, 20 some, I hate saying this because it shows how old I am. I've got like 20 years experience doing this now. And um, so we can do web design. We can do social media management or marketing. I'm constantly on Facebook and Instagram and all of those. So I'm, I'm always learning the new things that they're coming out with to help businesses promote themselves. Um, we do search engine optimization. So if someone wants to learn how to rank either just locally, if they're a local service or globally, if they're a global service, we do video marketing is actually one of my newer things. We're creating these video promos for people now. And I actually got to do my first voiceover, which is very weird hearing your own voice when you're, you're <laughs> recording things. But, you know, we're creating all these cool videos for people now because videos, you know, stuff like this is where people are actually engaged and paying attention. Whereas, if you're just doing text posts or link posts on Facebook, they're not going to get as much engagement. So, you know, we do a little bit of everything. I also do a little bit of print design, business card design, logo design. It's not like my bread and butter of what I do, but I do enjoy doing it. Um, I actually, because I don't do enough graphic design, I felt like I started an online store um, last month and it's been going pretty well too, where I just make up t-shirt designs and sell them. So that's kind of cool too. Wow. Well, that's awesome. And I know you said you keep a low overhead and whatnot, and you kept saying we, so I'm assuming it's not just you. You have a team involved in this process, right? I do have a small team. I have a small designer, developer, someone that helps me with my content and SEO, and I actually have someone that answers my phones for me. I still do the majority of the work, and I, but I do hire in help to help if we get too busy. Um, I have people that are dedicated to help we, me with the work that we do here, um, but we're still a very small business. It's just I... I prefer figuring out ways that I can keep a low overhead without having to, you know, buy a big building and, you know, outfit like 20 developers or something like that. I don't think I ever need to get to that point. If I do, I do. But, you know, we're, we're pretty financially conscious. We have no debt. I started the business with no debt. So I'm enjoying that a lot, too. Wow. So um, COVID has had an impact on any kind of business, no matter who what they had to offer. How did COVID affect you guys? It definitely affected us. Um, I've never, it's never like been at risk of shutting down because of the low overhead, mm -hmm. but you know, people aren't thinking about marketing as much anymore. And I did try to highlight in the beginning when things started to shut down, like don't start, stop marketing because what's going to happen is what are people going to do when they're stuck at home? You know, they're constantly going to be, you know, playing around on their phones and um, watching videos and things. This is when you can really highlight yourself the most. So, you know, yeah, people aren't going out to bars and they're not going out and eating in restaurants and stuff right now, but they're still engaging with businesses. And I think that was something that a lot of businesses missed out on is they reduced their marketing budget. And, you know, that's where everybody was, was online at that point in time. No, I completely agree. Cause I feel like that was one of the main reasons why I started this web show during the pandemic because um, even though at the time I was still working I am st I'm also a small business owner or trying to officially become one so yeah. um, you know I 
know that word of mouth or getting yourself out there in some kind of way is sometimes even more bigger of a, a help to small businesses than just getting a client to buy something from them, spreading the word that you exist, that you're open, that you're ready for business, you know? So that was really why I started this. And then, you know, when I lost my full-time job, then it kind of made it easier for me to add a second show. But, you know, I mean, I am so grateful for this opportunity. And I'm so glad that even though COVID, you know, had such a horrible impact on a lot of businesses, that it didn't impact you to the point where you were in danger of shutting down. I feel yeah. like there were so many small businesses that had that worry and whatnot, and it just should never have happened. And it's so sad that it has happened. Yeah, and I think I have noticed a lot of businesses are getting inventive with how they deal with it too. Restaurants with their outdoor seating, yes. people working from home. I mean, it's definitely opened people's eyes about the flexibility and the potential yes. that businesses have to support not just themselves, but the people that work for them. Yes, and those are the businesses who are going to keep thriving no matter how long this craziness keeps going on because as long as they're open to new ideas and new ways of doing things, then they're opening themselves out to more ability for success. And, you know, your business um, is definitely the one that would help give them that extra edge to get the word out there that they're doing these new things. Yeah. You know what I mean? That they don't have to worry about doing it themselves or figuring out how to get the word out. You do all that work for them. And what I like about one of the things that we do is there are people that hire a full-time social media person or a full-time marketing person. You're dealing with full salary. You're dealing with potential benefits. You're dealing with being able to house this person if they can't work from, you know, telecommute or if they can telecommute, making sure they have access to everything they need. So it could be additional IT support at that point in time. But if you hire a business that runs off of, you know, 250 bucks a month, you can get someone that handles all of your Facebook posts, creates all the images, all the videos, and you're not paying them insurance. You're not paying them a full salary. I mean, so there are benefits to it. If you are able to put trust into a company and educate them on what it is that you want to portray, what is your message as your brand, you can get a lot of value out of that compared to actually hiring someone full time so that you're saving money in the long run anyway. Oh, yeah. It goes uh, with the mindset about how we really are getting back to the idea of using mom and pop shops over the big box brand stores. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And hey, yes, those those companies have been around for a while and there's tons of offices and tons of employees and whatnot. But maybe that small business that has just one person doing it could do it better than all those 100,000 employees that the other company has. Right. Because, you know, there's just so many of them. It's saturated, whatever. But mind you, you still have someone who's trying to do this from home, trying to build a life, but focusing solely on what they really love to do. I think that just is takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah, you're getting the personal attention. I know it's kind of, it kind of sounds cliche to say that you're, you know, you're getting the personal attention of a small business, but it, the fact is it's true. 
you know, you when yeah. you work with Misfit, you're working with me. I'm the main communicator. I'm the main person doing the work. So my reputation is the one on the line. And yeah, everybody has yeah. has clients that have had an issue with a service or some point in time. That's to be expected in business. If there was a business that didn't do that, I would like to meet that business. But I don't <laughs> think they exist. So, you know, you be patient with a company that is small and be understanding and then, you know, acknowledge the fact that you are going to be working directly with them. And I think people will see more of the value of what it is they have to offer. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I agree. Cause I feel like, you know, you, if someone, a customer reaches out to you, they're talking to you, then you mm -hmm. remember their name. A lot of these companies, you call a phone number and you'll talk to like 10 different people each time you call you know, a, a different person each time you call. So you could be at, like talking to 10 different people and each of them are just reliant on whatever notes are on the computer to try and understand what your situation is. Meanwhile, you know them by name, you know what their needs are, you you can take advantage, you can um, you know, jump ahead and anticipate things for them because it's easier for you to be able to do that than these big companies. Yeah. So that's great. And you know, all the services you provide. Uh, the those are just so super helpful, especially because you know, I feel like there's still a lot of people who don't completely grasp how to market themselves, especially online. Because I know I'm one of them. I have no idea how to use YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I'm just posting videos and trying to work my way around it. But I feel like there's still that um, generation gap, or you know, the the way social media has just blown up as um, a way to market yourself. And now these like older generations that never even touched a computer. Now they have to learn how to, how to log in and do all this crazy stuff. Yeah. There's, there's actually a formula that I've been working to um, develop as a concept of misfit that for people that don't understand what it is, you know, what do I say on social media? How do I represent my business? And I call it the misfit three E's. And I think it, it really helps highlight the focus that you should focus on as a brand. And it's to either be educational, to be entertaining or to be engaging. Those are the three things that everybody should focus on social media. So if you are putting out a post, like I could follow Pepsi on social media. And if all I do is talk about how great their drink is, I'm probably going to unfollow them because I don't care about that stuff. What I care about is incentives or coupons or something funny, a funny video, something amusing, something that's entertaining me or providing me with value. So I call it the misfit three E's. And then people also ask me, well, when do I advertise my company on social media? And honestly, the biggest thing I can tell people is follow like an 80-20 rule. 80% of the time you should be following those misfit three E's where you're providing value to other people. And then 20% of the time is when you should actually ask for something in return. Like here's a deal, share it. Here is um, a incentive that we have out there for you to buy from us or something like that. But if you follow an 80-20 rule and make sure that you're engaging, entertaining or um, educational, then you'll do really well on social media. Okay. Do you have any advice as far as, um, I get a lot of questions when we go to like, uh, trainings and whatnot. Most people are asking, um, how many times you should post and at like what times does that really matter? It can matter, but it also varies per platform. So it's almost like you have to create what's basically called a content calendar. So, you know, ahead of time, you've done the research on your demographics, you know, when they're online, 
you know what platforms they're on and you know how to speak to people on different platforms and set yourself up a calendar. It could be as easy as Google Calendar. You set up a weekly every Monday. I know my users are on at 3 p.m. because it's Monday and they hate the fact that they're back at work and they hit that 3 p.m. brick wall. So they're in the bathroom on their phones, which is probably what I would do. Um, so, you know, then you schedule your posts for 3 p.m. Um, and then the, understanding the markets. I actually taught a workshop um, where I actually had the stats for when people were online, what the demographics were for each social platform. Like people don't realize Instagram in 2018, the stats for Instagram were their biggest market were males between like 24 and 34. And you wouldn't think that because I see mostly females on Instagram, but that was the majority of their platform. So if that was my demographics, that is where I would advertise for that particular demographic. And then Facebook is obviously an older generation. Um, Twitter, I always would post more often because Twitter is so saturated with a very quick timeline of posts. It's not limited to just your friends or just your audience. It's everybody. Then I would post more often on Twitter and then understanding hashtags. How do they take you know precedence in your post where Facebook hashtags aren't as used? People don't really search for hashtags on Facebook as much, but Instagram and Twitter, that's how you get found. So and Instagram, especially because you can't really share your friends posts on Instagram where you can share them on Twitter or Facebook. So hashtags, one of the top ways to get found on Instagram. So you definitely want to use them there and then understanding how you found find hashtags to use. So it really depends on the, the network that you're trying to advertise on and then understanding who's actually on that network the most and what time are they on? Wow, goodness. Sorry for anybody who does not understand that. I did not mean to ever throw all that information at you, but it's great information because, um, you know, that's every time I go to an event or I do like a live, a free webinar that's training me on how to promote businesses and stuff. That's definitely always the two things that they definitely always try to touch on times and how often, and there's always different versions of what you're supposed to do and whatnot. So I'm just at the belief that it's totally based on who you are, what you're selling. And that's pretty much it because yeah. not everybody should be posting the same amount of times at the same times every day. That would just saturate Facebook or any social media platform to a negative way where yeah. then nobody, nobody will see your post because everybody else is trying to post at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it can. It can be a lot of people auto schedule for 8 a.m. every morning. I think 8 a.m. is probably the, the highest post time ever. The problem is everybody's posting at 8 a.m. Honestly, if if you know who you want to market to, you can probably figure out when they're online and what platforms they're on. And then I would just start experimenting with that. A lot of these services, people don't realize they give you a lot of insights as to where when people are online. Facebook has insights where you can see your particular audience, what day and time they're on every week. Instagram has insights, let you know how many times your posts have been seen and by who, what, what their age range is. Even Twitter has an analytics platform. If it's if you're logged into Twitter and you type in analytics.twitter.com, people don't realize they have their own analytics platform. It tells you what your most popular post was. It tells you whether it was men or women that saw it the most. So you can kind of write all this down and figure out a time frame and, and a demographic. And it's a good starting point, if nothing else. Facebook came out with something just recently. Uh, they used to have like a pages manager, but now they changed it where you could pretty much, if you have like your, like I have Instagram linked to my Facebook page for small biz highlight. And it gives me the demographics and all the information from both. Yeah. And it's one app. And I, 
I didn't know that they tracked all of that, but uh, it, now it's useful to know, <laughs> so yeah. let me know what I'm doing. Yeah, since Facebook bought Instagram several years ago, they've they've really tried to figure out ways to integrate the two together. And I think they're doing a decent job. They're definitely still very different platforms. I actually prefer Instagram, I think, over all the platforms from a personal perspective. For business, I always prefer LinkedIn. But Instagram, I mean, it's, it's less political. It's You have to post an image. So you're, people are going to try to post the highest quality image possible. So it's just a really nice platform to be to be on in general, whereas Facebook sometimes it's hard logging into Facebook. You get hit with so much at all times. I just, I, I tend to avoid it these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear that. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I posted your, all your contact information on the uh, comments. So your Facebook page, your Instagram, your website, I even have your phone number and email there. So if you want to ask any more questions, if you have any more information you'd like to run by her please contact crystal she knows I will geek out doing <laughs> <laughs> i will geek out all day long on this stuff <laughs> um if uh you for some reason the links aren't working or you can't get a hold of her just reach out to me quick and i can definitely get you in touch with her too easy um but you know i really want to thank everybody who's joined us live today you know if you did join us live i hope you quickly hit like or love i definitely love hearts that's for sure but um you know if you stop by thank you for joining us joining us live listening in on our little episode tonight uh, this afternoon um if uh you are joining us on replay thank you for taking the time to check us out and listening to the video um please leave comments and underneath us, let us know how you liked it. Um, you know, if it was helpful, uh, was it beneficial in any kind of way? You know, if you are a small business owner, a local business, if you have a favorite pizza shop or a mechanic, or if you have anybody in your neighborhood or community who you feel should have a chance to get featured on the show, please send them my way. I am not just for people who work at home. I am definitely open to, you know, any kind of small business whatsoever um, to give them the opportunity to showcase their business, let people know exactly what it is they do, how they can benefit the world and go on from there. So, you know, um, and like I mentioned earlier, it does not have to stay in PA. If you have a friend who's in, I don't know, California, or uh, Nevada, <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> um, or any of the 50 states, please have them reach out to me. I would love to have them on the show and try to reach one um, business per uh, state. state. Yeah, blah, blah, sometimes. <laughs> um, but thank you, Crystal. I really enjoyed having you on the show today. I really sure. appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. No problem, I really appreciate you having me on. All right. Well, if that is everything, I was just checking to make sure nobody else commented. I always like to make sure that I give every comment a chance to be on the on the video. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, thank you again for joining us. Thank you again, Crystal. I hope you all have a great afternoon. Um, and just a quick reminder to always put your community first, shop small and eat local. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Thank you so much for stopping by today. If you are a business owner and are interested in being a guest, 
or maybe you know of a favorite small business that you would like to see featured, you can conveniently find all the ways to contact us, including a direct link to schedule an interview, just by visiting pothelme.co slash smallbizhighlight. I am so excited to announce that as of July 29th, Small Biz Highlight is officially a digital TV show. Catch all episodes using the Global Zone app on Roku or by visiting our network app at quantumstartvapp.com. One last thing, our interviews have always been offered for free, but we need your help to make sure they stay that way. Please consider donating to our GoFundMe campaign called Operation Keep Small Biz Highlight Free so we can continue our mission of putting our communities first.